Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Sea Spire Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 104, and today we'll be talking about Last One Out of Beach City. I'm GC13. I'm Hunter, and uh, I, good golly, I, I was very busy this week, and I just watched the episode like a good 30 minutes ago. What on earth did I just watch? I know, it's a lot to take in. Like... That was like, I liked it. I loved it. But that was so bizarre. (laughs) It's a fantastic ending, I think. Very uplifting. Yeah, yeah. It it was so cool, but uh, it it didn't feel like a Stephen Universe episode. Well, yeah, they were kind kind of going. I mean, you saw the credits, the fake credits at the end. They were kind of going for more of a particular kind of movie vibe. Yeah, yeah, I, the, uh, what's the word? Kind of got a little bit of Pearl versus the world going on yeah, in here. a little bit, yeah, I can totally see that. I see some duels in Pearl's future. I hope, I hope this, like, becomes a trend, like, episodes like this just become a trend. But yeah, I think this episode has made it into my top ten. I, I have a feeling. I, I'm gonna have to watch it a couple more times, because I, I'm still processing, like, was that a Steven Universe episode? It was too rad for the hunter. It's just, uh, I. It felt like I wasn't watching a thirteen-year-old boy with manifested magic powers. Is he fourteen now? At fourteen, I wait. No, I thought he turned thirteen. No, he's fourteen. Connie's okay. almost thirteen. Okay, he's fourteen. A fourteen-year-old boy with manifested magic powers and two ancient beings. It felt like I was watching <laughs> a story about three teenagers. A repressed nerd, the yeah. ultimate wingman, and the voice of reason. <laughs> the repressed nerd! Also, I know I talked down about Amethyst a lot, but she cracked me up a whole lot this episode. She was really good this episode. Especially her line, Start! Talk to a nerd! Yes, I, I, I love that line. That one was particularly Gosh. beautiful. I loved Pearl's line, it's cool, because the color is not supposed to do that. <laughs> but I can make it gooder. Oh, Pearl is fantastic. Oh, and I I just love that. I think I'll try drinking tonight. Ooh, Pearl. She takes the apple juice. Pearl drinking and driving. I mm-hmm. it just who who storyboarded this? Who storyboarded this episode? Well, let's look. Cat Morris and Ricky Cometa. Cat Morris has the I supervising credit. Have never heard of these people. Those are the director's credits. Which is probably why you don't hear about her much. Um, she did write Alone at Sea, but... Okay, the written and storyboarded by it would be Florido and Zook. Those are okay. names we are, of course, okay. familiar those with. Are, okay. Those are names we're familiar with and also familiar with doing some wacky stuff. <laughs> so, doesn't doesn't surprise me that much. Yeah, it never, we, never, we never talk about who directed the episode. It just occurred to me. Hmm. Yeah, all of, the, all of the fame tends to go towards... Sugar and the the uh, storyboarders. Hmm. I don't know. I guess because like the director in this aspect, I would assume their job is mainly just to be like, no, 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 we can't put that in, or eh, maybe maybe uh, do this instead, or eh, well, okay, mm-hmm. that's perfect. Uh, change this a little bit. I'd imagine that is the director's like the entire directorial process. Well, there's an art director and a supervising director, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Also, the art 
for Steven Universe just keeps getting better. Like, it has been on a steady, like, up climb. It, the animation is so much more fluid, so much better than it used to be. As you draw on the same characters more and more, you get better and better. I guess so, but it's one not just... Could, one could say, in fact, that your aim gets better. Her aim is Pearl. getting better! Yeah. Now uh, we need to get Ms. Hall to tell that <laughs> joke. Oh, God. Yeah, Dee Dee, Dee Dee Magno Hall gave also... I don't know why it stuck out with me so much in this episode, but I felt like she gave a very good performance. Like, a really stellar performance. Just, I don't know, all of her lines just hit me in the right way. She was bringing her A-game. Mm-hmm. Ugh. See, the, the scary thing is, though, Cartoon Network already has a rerun block called Perfect Pearl. And since they don't edit those blocks, that means that this episode will never be in with Perfect Pearl, which... I feel I like mean, this is the Perfect Pearl episode, thank you. Exactly. This hits all of her... This hits her characterization quite nicely. Yeah. I... But... We have to we have to talk about Mystery Girl here, or as some people are calling her, Punk Diamond. Punk I approve, Diamond. <laughs> I approve of this nickname, but I'm going to go with Mystery Girl. Um, can I just say wow, 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 indeed? No, no. As soon as she walked uh, into view, I was like, oh, that's a babe. That is a babe alert. Babe alert. Oh, what a babe. So you know, given uh, given how a how she, it says introducing Mystery Girl as herself, and then their track record with introducing new characters, I'm thinking we're going to see more of her. I want to see. I don't. It's. I'm. I'm sorry. My mind is still just swimming in like what this episode was of. I. <laughs> I'm sorry. I need to get a little grounded. Okay. Okay. What I want to see, uh, like from this episode, I want to see future episodes where. Pearl starts, like, flirting with a mystery girl, and they start, like, having fun and being around each other, and, you know, like, that that stirs up some stuff. They could have uh, an episode about uh, uh, Pearl dealing with the fact that, um, uh, maybe she's just using this person as a replacement uh, for Rose, or maybe do an episode dealing with moving on, do an episode dealing with, uh, I don't know, just, uh... I don't see her using Mystery Girl as a replacement no, no, for no. Rose. Not, not like, no, 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 definitely not consciously. I don't think she's like, hey, 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 I'm gonna... No, 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 but not even not even subconsciously. She is attracted to her because mm-hmm. of the appearance of Rose, but she is, she knows she's past that in her life. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I think that's true. Because she sounded very much... Okay, here, here was my biggest problem with the episode. I love the episode. It's a wacky episode. But here's my biggest problem. It felt like we missed something. It felt like there was an episode beforehand that we just didn't see. How so? This seemed a little out of character for Pearl. Like how tame, like how domesticated she is, what with the puzzle and everything? That seemed pretty no, no, Pearl no. to me. <laughs> I mean, I could totally see this episode happening, but she so very quickly... And without much fuss, turned into a canonized bad pearl. <laughs> Which oh, so that's what Amethyst was going to say in the car. What you're a total bad, and then she yeah. gets cut off. She was going to say pearl. Yeah, she was going to say pearl. Ugh, God, I. 
it feels like there's something we missed. Like there was a, not quite a confrontation, but there was a point where Amethyst and Pearl like exchanged words and it like definitely touched Pearl somewhere. Like it made her think about who she is or someone, or someone said, it feels like Pearl's been dealing with some stuff that we're not seeing. Like it's like none of it is surface level stuff. It just feels like we missed something. I don't know. But again, I don't see her using Mr. Girl as a surrogate rose because that would that would involve basically subordinating herself to her. But the way she was talking about her after their brief conversation and also the way, oh, by the way, I saved your entire species. You're yeah. welcome. You know, none of that seems to indicate that she views her that way. So again, I think the hair was just the cause of the yeah. initial attraction and whatever happens with their relationship will happen like me. Yeah. I'm crossing my fingers for her fighting a courts in the future. I just don't think the show's going to be that kind to me, but I can dream. Yeah, I don't I can dream big. I don't know. I I guess I didn't put it in the best way. Not not like using her, but more so her having to come her like pearl finding out that she does have an attraction to this human person and then having to come with grips with having to come to grips with the fact that she still holds Rose as number one in her heart. And it, it's, it's all just, a, we're, it, it's all just like whatever, but I don't know. I guess it really depends on where they go with the relationship. Yeah. Are they going to be friends? Are they going to be special friends? Special friends. Is Mystery Girl going to start coming to sword training practice? I don't know. <laughs> I just want to see her pick up a ruby by the scruff of her neck and give her like the worst noogie of her life. <laughs> I want, I do want to see more of Mystery Girl. Um, oh, we're we're totally going to see more of her. They this isn't the kind of show that would give have Pearl get a phone number and then you never hear from her again, or just oh yeah, I talked to that girl. Just you know, have her start the episode on the phone and then hang up and then go on. No, no, no. The real just like is. just like during a couple episodes that aren't even about Pearl, they just go up to Pearl. She's like on her new smartphone, just like, ah, what, what? It's like, Pearl, is that a phone? She's like, um, yes. And you just hear like on the other one, like, hey, who are you talking to? (laughs) (laughs) Just like a little growth happens behind closed doors. And then, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I just, I just have a hunch we'll meet her again. Yeah. That's too cool of a character design for them to just like put her, put her away. Um, Also, uh, just. I don't know, Pearl felt definitely not Pearl. Yeah, Pearl did feel a little neurotic this episode, like yeah. more than she's been lately. Yeah. But Again, I mean, like like a teenager. She felt like a troubled teen in the suburbs who like who's trying to rage against the system. That's because she's desperately trying to prove to Amethyst, Amethyst that she's still cool. But why? That's what I'm saying. It feels like Amethyst said something to Pearl that really made that really shook Pearl up. To, like, something to that extent, and we just missed it. I, mean, I kind of get the feeling that when that Pearl really did mean for Amethyst to hang out with them doing the puzzle, but it was Amethyst's reaction that made Pearl be like, uh-oh, I have something to prove now. No, that's not what I meant. Yeah, I I don't know. Good, good episode, but it feels like there was some groundwork that needed to be done for this. You know, another episode that I really like, Logdate 7152, feels kind of disconnected from everything else in the same way. You see, Logdate 7152, because it's a series of flashbacks, has that feeling, and then this, because it's 
like I said, it's basically Pearl versus the world. Yeah, pretty much. Um, in, in episode form, or, I mean, not... Like, like the prologue, the prologue to Pearl versus the world. Yeah. Well, no, she arcs in it, just like, just like Scott did. Mm, yeah, okay. okay. But, you know, that genre of film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I don't know, she just felt, uh, like, there were points... Where she's like explaining herself, like, yeah, I couldn't go to the DMV. It's like, how do you, how do you know? Like, how do you, she, like, you, you have this like unbeknownst knowledge of the DMV, and like, I'm, I'm not a citizen, like Pearl. She knows how to drive, so I think it's fair to say that she probably knows what the DMV is. But she doesn't know like how to act when a cop, when a cop comes up. Mm-hmm. Like, you'd think Pearl and her safety measures would have, fig- like, would have thought. Okay, maybe. Yeah. Also, where did she learn to drift like that? Where did Stevani learn to drift like that? We just went with it uh, because of how awesome it was. I, I guess you got a point. Maybe I'm just picking holes. I mean, Pearl, it makes a lot more sense for her to know how to drift like that because she's been around since, you know, basically since the invention of writing. Yeah, so she had plenty of opportunity to keep pace with human car development. Mm. And apparently she's a bit of a gearhead, which is probably why yeah. she got into them in the first place. Also, Stephen was a savage. Stephen was hashtag savage. Oh, like the, that's the most scared I've been since you almost let me die? Like, Jesus, Stephen, chill! <laughs> like, find some chill. And also the, uh, okay, uh, we all, alright, we all noticed it. Yep. She looks like mom. She looked, she looks like my dead mother that you had a crush on, alright? Let's just recognize it. Really get that elephant out of the room because I want to. <laughs> oh, Steven, yes, learn Steven. your chill. Uh, I'm kind of disappointed that we didn't see Laura's or Sadie react to Mystery Girl. We didn't even see him at all. I'm sorry? We didn't see Laura's or Sadie in the episode, and we, that means we didn't get to see them react to Mystery Girl. Oh, the focus no. <laughs> was clearly on our cast of characters, yeah, and on that guy mouthing the words to "Like a Star" oh. at the concert. <laughs> that was funny. I looked at him like me, tbh me. Ugh. By the way, uh, Mike Kroll. I may have never heard of him before the promotion for this episode started, but fantastic use of him during this episode. If, if I'm going to have any complaints about him at all, it's because okay, so apparently this guy's. On the local radio stations, but, you know, also playing at garages to, like, 15 people. No. Well, I, I guess it's pretty late at night. They're probably doing the, here's a local artist. Yeah. That, that makes sense. I, He's doing a show tonight. Make sure you go and head out and show him some love. I, I, I That makes yeah. sense. I like the idea of a, a Mr. Kroll as a, an underground, like, indie artist. I don't know. Again, I just I just love his little bit of the concert. I wish he had gotten a bit more time, kind of like Greg got all of Like a Comet. Yeah. Which was, not only was the song great, but the animation there, just all of the art was beautiful. And uh, I, I love I loved the art on his concert as well. It was fantastic. Yeah. It is lit. Absolutely lit. Yeah, I would have loved to see more of the concert. I hope, I hope, uh, I hope he comes back. He and Sour Cream could do a show together. Oh, that'd be rad! Oh, that'd be super cool! Yeah, I don't know. Uh, just given the na- nature of these kind of cameos, I'm afraid it's a bit of a one-off thing. But probably, maybe we get a digital short. Mm. Uh, that's probably still asking for a lot, but I can dream. Like I said, I'm dreaming that Mystery Girl is going to fight a gem, so I'm going to keep dreaming my big dreams. Yeah, I you you keep going, GC. You dream for the rest of us. 
But yeah, I it I don't know. I'm still a little frazzled by this whole thing. It's it's like I watched a new show. <laughs> Maybe this is the stealth pilot for the Steven Universe spinoff that they're going to do when the series ends. <laughs> and if it was, I think it was a success. I agree. I agree. I don't know. It it was it was cute. It was co- also something I'd like to point out of also Pearl not being herself. When did she start? Like I, I get it. She had pink hair, so she had like a an initial attraction. But I would, I guess this would be a cool way. This would be a cool way for Pearl to start like respecting humans now. Mm. Like I don't, I don't think Pearl ever disrespected humans, but she's all she's always kind of seen them as like, oh look at the humans doing their human things. You used to hunt and gather. Yeah. What happened to that? What primitive little beings? Or heck, even the, the nostalgic for the suburbs. They've only been around, what, 70 years? Yeah, she's always been a little condescending to human beings, you know? Okay, you know what? Interesting. Just I just thought of it because what? of the... I'm certain it came up in the discussion thread. Uh-huh. But nostalgic for the suburbs. They've only been around for about 70 years. That puts the suburbs have, as having been made in around 1945-ish mm-hmm. in Steven Universe, give or take a year. Uh-huh. Um, Right around when they were historically made in our world, uh, so that basically after World War II, mm-hmm. which didn't happen in Steven Universe. So we have an, another interesting thing where things happen just like they did in our reality, in Steven's reality, even though things with regard to that are wildly different. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, wasn't World War II like one of the big pushing points for suburbs? Like... I don't know. Yeah, I mean, so they could so they could give homes for all of the returning GIs and their families. Yeah, yeah, and that started the American dream. <sighs> yeah, which Mike for which Mike Kroll is nostalgic, and Pearl doesn't see seventy years as I mean that's a human lifetime. Hmm. I don't know, but yeah, maybe she'll be a little less dismissive. Yeah, which would that'd be fun because she's always been. I guess a good analogy for it would be Pearl's been acting like. Like an uppity southern white woman in regards to other ra- ra- races of people. Well, she did get her southern bell voice on yeah. just a bit and back to the moon. Yeah. So. Like, she doesn't think that, like, she doesn't hate them. She just, you know, doesn't, like, passively think they're, like, better than her. The tyranny of low expectations? Yeah. It, I don't know. But I, I'm hoping this, this will change some hearts and minds. Those hearts and minds being of Pearl. I don't know. I don't know. Where do they go from here? Like I said, I have full confidence that we'll see Mystery Girl again, because when I asked that question about Connie and about Lion, uh, you know, they came back. Yeah. Heck, when I asked that question about Lapis and about Peridot, they came back. So, you know, I'm just kind of used to them keeping important characters in the game. Yeah. I, I We're definitely going to see more of her. But, uh, yeah, throughout the series... Uh, there's a little comic that floats around every time something like this happens. Neo Dusk. Neo Dusk. Uh, uh, heck, man, I don't, I don't know. It's the uh, the Make It Gayer comic. Oh, yeah. that comic. Okay. Because <laughs> Neo Dusk makes comics uh, after each episode usually, and he made a good one for this one. Uh, what was it? Um, basically, Greg meets Mystery Girl, and well, you know his type. Yeah. He's the same as Pearl's type. <laughs> And so Pearl has to chase Greg for stealing her woman. 
Oof. Ooh, that'd be so weird. Oh my god, I didn't think about that. If, uh, like, Pearl and, Myst- and Mystery Girl do start dating, and then, uh, like, Greg comes around, and they're, like, together, and that's... Ooh, that'd be such a good episode! I don't know, Greg's uh, old enough to be her father, and, like, it's it's okay with yeah. Pearl, who's a gem, and so it's a much lower apparent age, but for a guy like Greg, who's yeah. middle-aged no, 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 and really not, shows it, it'd not, be creepy. Yeah, not in, like, a, ooh, that's Pearl stole my woman kind of thing, of just the uncomfortable emotions that would stir up. Well, I think they kind of got past that in Miss in Mr. Greg, so I don't think they'll go that angle. I mean, yeah, they got past it, but, like, when a woman who is, like, the spitting image of that shows up, things start, things might get okay, a little Okay, she, she is volatile. not the spitting image of her. She has pink hair, and she has Rose's smile. And she's, like, she's this big, like, eight-foot, like, Very different woman. fashion sense from Rose. I mean, yeah, different fashion sense. Like nobody, nobody's going to a concert wearing a white dress. Rose, Rose did. Oh, oh, hush, <laughs> hush, you. Look, I'm just saying that it is true. Mister Girl would look amazing with a sword and a shield. Oof. But I mean, she'd look great. I'm surprised there isn't more fan art of that. But I, I guess, I guess that'll be the second wave. Yeah, we'll get some. We'll get some on Mystery Girl. Oh goodness. So amethyst, ultimate wingman. I mean, I'd say so. I don't know, she was telling Pearl not to go for it, which is like, usually the wingman's job is to tell you to go for <laughs> well, it. She she didn't want her to crash and burn. She had just, she was on the the cusp of social interaction. You don't just go for the big white whale, you start off small, go for porpoises. And talk to nerds? Yeah, talk to nerds! Talk to a nerd! <laughs> that that was me up. beautiful. But yeah, Amethyst is the ultimate wingman. I did like that. Yeah, there's a in the in the Reddit thread. There's a really good. Uh, people are saying that it feels like a cross between Steven Universe, uh, Scott Pilgrim, and Fooly Cooly. <laughs> yeah, I've heard a lot of people mentioning Fooly Cooly. Yeah, I totally get that. Man, I need to go back and watch Fooly Cooly. Let's do a Fooly Cooly podcast. FLCL Space Rocks. Well, I'm still waiting for Liquid Plaza Turbo to come out. Uh, when it when is that when is that set to come out? They haven't said it is, but again, I, I cannot imagine that they would drag Mr. Jones Cordy away from Steven Universe just to make some free-to-play game. Yeah. Um, ooh. I mean, um, heck, Mighty Magiswords was nothing but a few shorts for a while, and yeah. then it you see it being advertised on television now. It's coming soon, so... But, but again, this, this episode, I, th- I think it's in my top ten. Really? I really do. Hmm. Sitting there with Tiger Millionaire and Logbeat 7152. Probably Giant Woman. Also, Ocean Town. Yes, because I, I said before we, we recorded that we have to mention Ocean we, Town. We now know not only is Ocean Town still standing, but it once was and is no longer on fire. I think Onion happened to Ocean Town. <laughs> That'd be a really good piece of canon. Like, uh, I, I mean, they, they, we know he likes to start fires, and we know, we know, Bear Dewey mentioned panics and rioting. Like, I think Onion took advantage of the chaos to indulge himself. I okay. I'd love to write an episode for Steven Universe where Steven, where Onion causes some trouble at Funland, and Mister Smiley like chases him out. And Steven goes up to Mr. Smiley like, hey, Mr. Smiley, how come nobody, like, arrests Onion? Or, like... <laughs> oh, they tried. 
Or or they're like, Steven, you don't understand. We have to deal with this because if we don't, the same thing Yeah, we'll we'll end up just like Ocean Town. Yeah. The same thing could happen to us that happened to Ocean Town. <laughs> uh, we we learned from the preview for the next next week's episode, or this week's episode, I oh, guess. Yeah, it's all about onion. The onion does have a hunger for power that cannot be satisfied. <laughs> uh, oh, I I'm I'm looking forward to it. This oh god, I have to go and watch this episode a couple more times. It's worth it. God, it just feels like it's in its own little vacuum pocket dimension. Like this episode happened independently of any other episode. I don't know. And of course, Mystery Girl checking Pearl out before going in for the handshake. People like to mention that. <laughs> Just looking her up and down like, yeah, okay. I'll shake that. <laughs> well, Pearl has a type. Mystery Girl must have a type too. <laughs> Scrawny, skinny, fragments of light. And probably really good with uh, twin swords. Yeah, probably. Probably. I can see that. Uh, yeah, good episode. Uh... I need to comprehend this. Okay. So, uh, we mentioned this week, it's, or next week, our episode's going to be about the new episode, Onion Gang. Join us then. Until then, I'm GC13. And I'm Hunter. You guys have a wonderful day. Later, kiddos! Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening.